Welcome back. I'm Julie Duffy, the host of Story A Day and your guide through this series about getting more productive, more creative and more fulfilled as a writer, while building more ease into your writing life. In part one, which if you missed it, you can find links for, I talked about what writing is and why we're so often frustrated and derailed and why we so often fail to do the thing we claim to want to do, which is write. I showed you how it's a complex process requiring different skills on different days. And I promised to take you through the framework that I've developed over the years, working with the writers in the Story A Day community and others, that makes writing easy. Not effortless, but something that you absolutely can do. It's been lovely to hear from so many of you and have you share with such generosity and vulnerability the things that work for you and that stuck with you after going through that first lesson. So, having looked at all the disparate pieces vying for our attention as we build our writing practices, in this part of the series, I'm going to walk you through the framework I've uncovered to make it all just a bit more manageable. I call it the iWriter framework, and it's an acronym that I use to keep myself focused on the part of the work and the part of the process I need to pay attention to on any given day in any given project. So are you ready to learn the framework that will support your writing practice? whether you're just starting out or ready to go pro? Let's dig in. I is for imagine, something that's important at every stage in your writing process, from idea generation to being able to see yourself as the kind of person whose stories will connect with readers. Ideas and inspiration are important parts of every stage of the writing process, but so is that mindset piece. Use the eye of imagination to propel yourself into the next task you have to do to progress on your writing journey. W is for write, drafting, wordsmithing, whatever you want to call it. It's the part that people most often think of when you say, I write. When you're working on drafting, you're working on producing your story. But there are skills and challenges in there from giving yourself permission to get to your desk to getting to the end. If you're actively writing, focus on that. Trying to edit and find a home for the story at the same time as you're trying to create is a recipe for frustration. Don't do it. R is for refine. At different stages in the writing life and of every project, there are many things that you can refine. You can decide to focus on refining parts of your process, whichever parts aren't working smoothly yet, if your morning routine, for example, isn't in place and you end up trying to do all the things before you earn your time to write, maybe you need to tweak that. If you're writing regularly but are scattered over multiple genres and projects, is it time to focus on one for a while? If you're submitting stories and novels but in a kind of piecemeal fashion, only when you're feeling emotionally strong enough, could you refine that process? break it down into steps and make it rote. I is for improve. If you don't have a sense yet of what's good in your writing, can you get into a critique group? If you know your novel's great, 
but you aren't getting any nibbles from agents and editors, could you take some time to learn how to craft a really great query letter? If you have no idea how to interact with your raving fans, are there skills that other people have that you could learn? T is for triumph. Celebrating every tiny win is so important. From getting to our desks to finishing stories, uh, which are things that can happen every day, to signing contracts and cashing the cheque for that Netflix adaptation, which uh, happen less often. If that Netflix deal is your only benchmark of success, then your writing life is going to be a pretty miserable existence. So when building habits, it's important not to neglect the reward, in, the reward part of that trigger habit reward cycle. And most of us do. So what celebrations can you build in every day to your writing process to keep your lizard brain happy and basking on a nice warm rock? It can be as simple as giving yourself literal gold stars. The anticipation of a previously experienced dopamine hit is a powerful thing. It's what keeps people gambling and shopping and checking their likes. So institute small, easy, portable, instant ways to celebrate every triumph. E is for engage. And I know a lot of us are introverts, but here's what it took me 25 years to figure out. Every part of the writing process is improved and made easier when you engage with the wider writing community. Whether it's turning up at writing sprints to sit in silence and write with other people, or whether you're soliciting feedback on your writing, or whether you're reaching out to readers, we benefit from the life experience and energy of the people around us. The good news is that readers and writers tend to have a lot in common with us. They're not that scary. If you're trying to be a writer alone, you're making it much harder than it needs to be. Take the word of a card-carrying introvert. We need to engage with other people. The final R is for repeat. Very little in your writing life happens just once. Sure, you learn to tell a particular story once, but everything about the writing practice repeats, from gathering ideas to brainstorming stories to struggling with the first draft and the third to revision and research and celebrations and engagement. You're going to do everything more than once. And the more you do a thing, the more your brain believes you're going to survive it. When I interview the best-selling authors, they tell me every project has that moment where they think, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm going to get found out. And then when I ask them how they get through it, they all say something like, I know I can do it because I've done it before. Creativity is about doing new things, but repetition is part of the gig too. You can't write one story and expect to be successful. The more you write, the more creative you become and the more your skills improve. The more you celebrate, the more your brain wants to work for those rewards and the easier it becomes to write. So those are the parts of the framework that support a writing life. Imagine, write, refine, improve, triumph, engage, repeat. You don't just work through these concepts once. 
as you grow and try new things, you'll spiral through these concepts over and over again in an ever increasing arc in every project and every stage of your writing life. You'll find these same concepts. Knowing that you don't have to focus on all of writing on every day is incredibly powerful. You can look at your goals and say, okay, this week I'm focused on getting this first draft written. Maybe I'll dial back on my engagement with other writers so that I can get some work done. Or conversely, you may find that you need to turn up at some writing sprints or reach out to an accountability buddy to get your drafts done. You won't be drafting while you're working on refining a process or improving a skill. And that's okay. New word count isn't everything. But you should always be reminding yourself to celebrate your triumphs. When I talked to Niha Medirata from the Story A Day community, she said, one of the things that I've discovered is the best way to be productive is look at writing as a cyclic activity. There are periods where you just produce and then there are periods where you plan and then there are periods where you learn. Earlier, I had a very linear way of looking at it. I thought it's just right, 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 right. But as your skill level develops, you have to move onto this cycle where you're producing a lot, but then you're honing your skills. You can't be a factory line worker when it comes to this art. Understanding this, Niha said, has grounded me a little bit in terms of developing a writing practice that I can sustain. And when I was talking to Niha, who I've known for many years now, I could see her smile and I could just feel that peace that she's found from having a writing process that works for her. So last time I promised to tell you about an experiment I began earlier this year and its surprising results. First, let me back up and say, I am not best friends with routine. Ask anyone who loves me and they will freely tell you that I struggle to be on time and keep track of my keys and that that dog in that Pixar movie that was constantly being distracted by squirrels could have been modeled on me. So when the pandemic hit, I did something really unusual for me. I committed to a routine. I started running writing sprints on Zoom every day of the week at 8.30 a.m. I thought I was doing it because the people in my writing community needed some normality and because hosting writing sprints on Zoom was an easy way for me to give back to the community. But I was kind of terrified about the idea of committing to being there every morning. As I mentioned, routine, not really my thing. But I started turning up on March the 18th and other writers started turning up. And I started seeing the same people day after day. And here we are eight months later and a lot of them are still turning up. And I've lost track of the number of people who've told me that showing up for their writing at the same time every day has been the most powerful thing they've done for themselves and their writing in years. That's one example of how you can use a structure to build a writing process that brings you joy. Even if the idea of structure and routine sounds as boring to you as it did to me. But it's not the only way 
Using the iRacer framework doesn't have to be that rigid. Next time, I'm going to introduce you to more members of the Story A Day community and show you how the iWriter framework helped cement a fulfilling writing practice for many of them as I took them through a six-week programme built on the framework. I'll let you know right now that I'm going to be running that programme again, the iWriter course. It's coming soon and I'm going to be running it in real time with an opportunity for you to engage with a small group of other writers who are committed to building a better writing practice. The people who've been through it before have had amazing results and really embraced the identity and practice of being a writer. And it's been thrilling to accompany them on that journey. I'm excited to welcome a new group of writers into that process. But before we get to that, in the next part of this series, I'm going to give you the entire outline of the curriculum so you can build your own program if that makes the most sense for you. You are a writer. You should be writing. The world needs your stories. But more than that, our lives are better when we're doing the work that fulfills us in a way that sustains our spirits. So come back next time to see how the iWriter framework could give you six weeks of structure to support your writing practice. And before that, I'd love to hear from you in the comments. What resonated with you from the iWriter framework? Are there pieces that you weren't thinking about before? Do you have questions about how you can tweak your writing practice to make it easier and more fulfilling? Leave a comment, let me know, and I'll see you next time.